Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for this day. Thank you for this grand opportunity again to represent you as we speak your word. We ask you, Lord, to reduce us, um, get us out the way um, so you can be present um, and ever so powerful. Uh, we thank you um, for everyone who heard your call this morning. They woke up uh, and they came to hear what you have to say. Thank you, Lord, for drawing them. You said no one comes except you draw them. So we thank you. Lord, we ask you to bless everyone here and everyone on the sound of my voice. Bless the pastors, evangelists all over this world who's working on behalf of you and the kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I, I can't remember uh, how many years it was ago. Um, that I had to make a choice and do the right thing. Um, I just remember, Tracy, uh, that uh, being raised in poverty, uh, not having a lot of money, uh, when you got money, you was excited about it. Uh, so uh, my income was very limited. Uh, so and I was kind of living from paycheck to paycheck. And so we had a, a little sum of money. And so we had to pay a bill. So I went to the bank. Uh, and to get a cashier's check so I can pay a bill for $100. And so I went to the bank. The cashier gave me the check. The cashier's check for $100. And I don't know, if it, maybe it was a money order, but one or the other. I took it and I went home, Keisha. When I went home, uh, I made out the envelope and I got ready to stick the money order uh, in the envelope, and I looked at it to double check it, make sure it was made out for the right amount, and it was made out for $10,000, right? And so immediately I said, God is good. In the, word, in the words, the famous words of Derek Quinn, won't he do it? I said, God just opened up the windows of heaven and poured me out a blessing. I didn't have room enough to receive it all. Uh, I, I, I was excited, right? And then the Holy Spirit says, do the right thing. So now you know this money is not yours. And it's almost like he gave me a script, JB, and he said, and the young lady that made out the money order is a nervous wreck about right now. Uh, she probably realized she made this mistake and it could cost her her job. And so uh, immediately I went back to the bank against Stu Man's will. You know, because Brother Durance said take it back. But I took it back, and they were waiting on me. Right? And so in my mind, I thought uh, uh, I could have got away with it. But you really can't get away with that kind of stuff. It's almost a setup by the devil, right? Uh, uh, but so we, we, we have opportunities to do the right thing, right? Every one of us, uh, it's often, man, we're challenged sometimes with our tithe and when our offering to do the right thing, and we make up all kind of reasons why we shouldn't give. And uh, this, this, and this, and that. But God just holds you accountable for doing the right thing. 
And here's the thing. The Holy Spirit tells you the right thing to do. You just want to justify not doing it. Amen? We have to make up in our mind that we're going to do the right thing. Right? And so uh, God wants me to share with you all the importance of doing the right thing. Remember, uh, we was on this series um, dealing with uh, being called of God and, uh, and walking in your calling. And, and you are who you think you are. And so now uh, we're going to be talking to you today about doing the right thing. Uh, and doing the right thing can be very, very challenging. It can be very challenging in relationships. It can be very, very challenging on your job. It can be very challenging in your home. Uh, and often uh, um, it's a battle between good and evil, right? And so when Paul was writing in Rome, uh, and he wrote a letter to the church in Romans, uh, here's what he said. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Let me quote that again. It's, it's, it's Romans chapter 7 and verse 19 uh, in the King James Version. It says, for the good that I would, I do not. I know what I'm supposed to do, but I won't do it. But the evil, the thing I know I should not do, is the very thing I do. Right? Then he goes on to say, now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but the sin that dwelleth in me. Right? He says, I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Oh, wretched man that I am. Who shall deliver me from the body of death? Then he goes on to say, I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Right? And then he goes into the eighth chapter and he puts some icing on the cake. He said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And it's important uh, when we talk about doing the right thing, uh, God uh, created the world in such a way, man, that he wanted a righteousness to always prevail, right? So he downloaded his spirit into the dirt. He formed this dirt, and then he downloaded his spirit in this dirt, and he, and he told the spirit that I want you to dominate and run the earth on my behalf. He said, but you have to do it the right way and do things right. You're always going to be challenged, right? but you have to always make a decision to do the right thing. It's a choice. Right? It's, it's a choice. Uh, uh, remember, we talked about you are who you think you are. You got to make up in your mind that I'm going to do what's right. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what they're doing. I'm concerned about what I'm doing. I have to do what God told me to do, and that's the right thing. And the Holy Spirit will remind you 
of the right thing to do, right? And then we have to adhere to that because we're going to get a chance to make a choice. And in your choice, right, you can't, you can't follow your flesh or your sin nature. Your sin nature will draw you into what's good for you. And you really neglect everybody else and you just do what you want to do, right? Now, it's important. And God knew that it was going to be a challenge um, in the world. And that's why Jesus is so unique and so important. And we're going to kind of talk about that and try to like unfold some things for you all. Uh, but he knew that there was no way in the earth that you could pull this thing out uh, and pull it off, man, without him. And he knew that uh, because we were uh, spiritual beings having earthly experience, that he had to arrest our spirit, right, and, then, and connect it and let his spirit control it. Otherwise, evil would always prevail. Uh, we would allow evil, man, to, to, to win out because uh, we're born with this nature called a sin nature that's in opposition to God all the time. So the fall of Satan created a major issue, right? And we're dealing with it every single day. And that's why when he said a man must be born again, he said you need to have a transformation on the way you think, right? And you can't be selfish about it. You have to understand that you're working on behalf of the king. Uh, and, but you're not alone, and you can handle this thing and realize that you're not in it by yourself. And, uh, and if I can do all things... Uh, through Christ that gives me the strength, right? Now, we need to understand that because we're going to talk about Christ and his strength, right? Uh, in Acts, uh, Jesus was telling his disciples, he says, but you shall receive power. He said, you're going to receive power. It's important to understand that. He said, you're going to receive power, but you're not going to just get it. He said, you're going to receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Once the Holy Spirit arrests you, uh, uh, then you're going to be able to do some things that you never thought you'd be able to do. And, and people will be able to identify you uh, because of the power that exists in you, right? And then this power is going to give you the ability uh, uh, and the intestinal fortitude to be able to do the right thing, even when you don't want to do the right thing, right? When doing the wrong thing feel good to you, and it look good, and you can justify doing it, right? The Holy Spirit uh, will, will step in and say no. He says, after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, he said, and you shall be my witnesses, all right, unto both in Jerusalem and Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the wherever you go, wherever you land, whoever you uh, uh, end up with, whatever relationship you're in, the power of the Holy Spirit will help you make the right choices, right? And you can't make it without it. That's why it was so important that he downloaded in your system, right? Uh, and, and people thought that there was no way it could happen, uh, so God had to show us through Jesus Christ that, that it could happen. And so he took a baby boy born of a woman uh, by the name of Mary, and God downloaded his spirit in this baby, and this baby was called Jesus the Christ, right? And so, uh, and he did some amazing, amazing things, uh, things that you can do. And God wanted to show you what you can do, man, when you download this in your system and live by it and trust it. 
right? And because you're going to be always, I don't care what. Because when you have power, if you don't watch it, you'll do the wrong thing. Because it be a, it's about you. Because I got the power to do, and I can control things. And 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 they made me a supervisor, and and they shouldn't have made me the boss. And since I'm the boss, I'm gonna act like I'm the boss, and I'm, and I'm gonna treat you like you're inferior to me. Uh, because I'm superior to you because they put me over you. And, and I don't have to serve you because uh, you work for me. But Jesus uh, told us, uh, since you're working with me, I want to uh, uh, let you know a little thing. He said, if you want to be great uh, in this kingdom, he said, you got to serve the people. They don't need to serve you. He said, you got to have a different mindset uh, is to serve the people if you want to be great. And if you want to be, be a phenomenal supervisor, uh, serve the people. If you want to be a phenomenal coach, serve the kids. Uh, I, I don't care what. If you want to be a great wife, all right, serve your husband. If you want to be a great husband, serve your wife. If you, if you want whatever, she's looking at look, Don't be looking at her like that. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. He's looking at his wife like, gee, you know, you serve me, girl. Serve me. Right. <laughs> I got you. I did. Yeah, right, 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 right. All right. So, uh, so Paul um uh, Gave us a scripture, and when he uh, he let us eavesdrop in on a conversation uh, when he was talking to the church of Philippi, he says, uh, "Fix your thoughts on what is true." Now, this is important because when you got this uh, flurry, this power of this Holy Spirit, and you got this power at your fingertips, and you can do things and control things, he said, "You got to make sure you understand your mindset." He said, "You got to think." Like you working for the king. So he says, this is it. He says, uh, fix your thoughts on what is true. Not what's a lie. What is honorable. What is right. What is pure and what is lovely. What is admirable or inspiring. He said, think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. He says, when you get this power uh, and you're going to be impactful and it's time to make some right choice, you got to think right. Right? He said, but you got to have a certain mindset because you got to think the right thing to do. Right? He says, so you got to be focused on what is honorable. Right? What is the truth? I don't care what the lie sounds like. I don't care how good it sounds. Focus on the truth. Everybody said the truth. And God's word is the truth. Right? And you can't make it fit you. Uh, it, it's going to fit God. And it, it's going to go across the board and it's going to affect all of us. Right? That's why he put that thing in there called love. Right? Because love is so powerful, it's all covering. Right? And it doesn't hurt nobody. Uh, all it does is try to elevate and lift. Amen? So now, he said, now check your thinking. Right? Because if you check your thinking, then you'll do the right thing because you're thinking the right thing. That's why I said, whatsoever man think it. All right, you got to watch it. All right, because I got to make some choice. Because what I do and the choice I make and the things I do impact more than just me. It may seem like it's just for me, but it's not just for me. It's for more than just me. So when I make this choice and I make the right choice, I got to make the right choice because it impacts sometimes your great-grandchildren who was never, ever born. You can make a decision and make the right choice, and then they'll be blessed for years to come. 
or you can make a bad decision or a bad choice and it affects them for years to come. And that's why you have a, you always wear like generational blessings, generational curses, uh, because we did some things or we made some choices and it impact more than just us. So then God give us this Holy Spirit so when we make a choice, all right, and we do it according to his word, uh, people are going to be blessed for years to come. So, so think about it uh, before you act. And the thing about God is that even if you don't go to church, uh, he'll download it in your system. So, so we, was in, we was in Bible study and we was talking. Uh, uh, he says, even though the Gentiles didn't know the law, God put the law in them. Right? He said, so you see, there, there are no excuses, right, for doing the right thing. All right? He said, well, you need to be saved and sanctified and Holy Ghost filled. No, you need to do the right thing. Right? And, 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 and God and the power of the Holy Spirit will help you do the right thing. Amen? So he told us that. Now, now listen what happens uh, when we go over here uh, and then we talk about this righteousness. All right? And this is, this, everybody, this is good, man. So when God revealed it to me, it, was just, it just blew my mind, Sister Nichols. So, uh, and, and here, I, I want to say Mother Nichols, but then she slapped me. But Sister Nichols, so we're going to roll with this thing, right? So now, so uh, Romans 1, and uh, I said 7, but it's 17. It says, for therein is the righteousness. Everybody said righteousness. Of God revealed. God righteousness is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Faith in believing who God is and that God lives inside of us. So righteousness, right? Now, this is important, so don't miss this here. Righteousness, right, is manifested in our faith in him. I, I, I can see uh, who whose you are by what you do. Because what you do tell me who you listen to and, and who is your Lord. And, and, and you can talk it and say you're living by faith, but I can tell by your actions. And it's important not only me, your kids know. Your grandkids know, your spouse know, all right, and so you don't get to hide behind it, all right? So righteousness, now this is it, uh, is so important, and it comes with, and the reason why he gave us this, because we got to make choices. Watch Deuteronomy. Remember he said, the just shall live by faith. So here Moses is giving the law and he's talking to the children of Israel. And he wants, remember, it's written for us. Here's what he says. You must never twist justice or show partiality. So in the event that I show partiality or I twist justice, I know what is right. That's what justice is. I know what's right, but I'm going to do what's best for my friend. You know, uh, uh, I know it's, I know uh, I'm on this committee and I get to vote, 
uh, but I'm going to vote in favor of my friend because that's my friend. So I, I, I'm going to do what I think my friend won't. So even though the other person is more qualified and I get to help make a decision, right, I'm going to make a choice. So Paul says, now listen, you're going to be, I mean, a, 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 a Moses, you're going to be in a situation, so whatever you do, don't twist doing what's right. Then he says this, never accept a bride. Once you accept the bride and do the wrong thing, and they say, hey, listen, uh, I'm going to do this for you, Tasha, uh, uh, and uh, uh, I'm going to scratch your back, and you scratch mine. And then Tasha said, okay, I'm going to do this here because I got the power to do it, right? Uh, once she takes the bribe, then she eliminates her power with God. Hear, hear me well. Once you accept the bribe, then you give up the power. You don't think you gave up the power because God blessed you to be in a position of power. He gave you authority. He let people believe in you. He let people trust you, right? He said, because I believe in you. I bet at you, right? He said, I, I know everything. He said, now listen, but I just need you because I'm not going to control what you do. I'm just going to give you choices, and you got to make the right choice. Now, you take a bribe, and you think it's all right because, uh, it, uh, Kai, uh, uh, you know, you can move me down here and all this here, but here's what you got to do. All right, I know this your girl over here, but you got to, uh, uh, you got to eliminate her. But you said, but that's my ride or die. If you want to, now I'm going to give you an extra $10,000. Right? Now, what we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing some things that's, it ain't quite right, but won't nobody know about it. This is between me and you. Whenever they say that, it's between you and the devil. Whenever they say between me and you, run, Forrest, run. Right? Uh, because uh, they're not transparent anymore, right? And, and you take that bribe. He said, don't never take, accept the bribe. He said, for bribes blind the eyes of the wise and it corrupts the decision of the godly. Yeah. It, 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 it corrupts your decision making. You know, you're coaching and, and, a, and a parent say, uh, uh, Brad, uh, play my son. It's, all I actually do, uh, uh, just give him a few extra minutes you know, I got you, man. You, you, I, I got you. And when we go to the board meeting and we do this, whenever they're talking about you, I got you. But just make sure my son gets to see And, you know, and don't worry. And I'm, I'm going to slip a little something. I know they don't give you that much money. So I'm going to slip some extra money in your budget for basketball. You know, because I got this big business, so I'm going to give you $10,000 to help your program so your kid can go to camp, right? But I just want to make sure my son play. Right? So then Brad said, hey, man, that sounds like a pretty good deal. I know he ain't that good but uh, I can hide him, right? And, and, and so, and, and here's what happened. As soon as he take it, the guy got you on the hook. Now, he, he can't, Brad can't come back and say, you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm a believer, and, and I just do what's right. He said, you're lying because you did it once before. If you did it once, you'll do it again because now I know you're a crook. I want you all to hear me well. Once they get you to do what's wrong and you make the wrong choice, they, I don't care what you say, you can talk all you want. People can read your spirit. 
They, they, and, and you can put on your suit, you can dress up nice, you can go to the meeting and be articulate. It won't even matter. It won't matter because you have to make the right choices, right? And if you don't make the right choices and you don't do what's right, it's going to show up, right? And it's going to impact not just you, but other people because you were selfish, right? So he says, uh, then he says this, let true justice prevail so you may live and occupy the land that the Lord your God is giving you. If you do right, God, so I'm going to bless you and I'm going to open up the windows of heaven, I'm going to give you everything you need, but you have to make sure you have to do what's right. He said, then you can occupy this thing. He said, you can't occupy this position when you're not right. Because you won't make the right choices when you had the power and authority to make the right choices. So he's going to bless you, right? but you got to make sure that you're doing what's right. Don't, 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 and don't think it's about you. It's really about him. Uh, because uh, what, what he's doing through you, he can do through anybody. But he chose to bless you. Right? And, and notice here. So Satan and his spirit is going to always try to get you, man, to do what's right in his eyes, which is wrong in God's eyes. And he's always going to show you how you benefit personally from something and you know in your heart, listen, the Holy Spirit is going to let you know. The Holy Spirit is going to let you know that you are not doing this for righteousness. You really, you can fake everybody out, but you're really doing this for you. So tell the truth and shame the devil. Uh, he said, you know. And God says, and, and, and I gave you my spirit so you'll know. And I'm going to let you know what's right and what's wrong. Right? Now, so when we talk about Jesus Christ, and the power of Jesus and who he is. Uh, I was studying Jesus. I'm like, man, Jesus is awesome, man. And, and he was just unbelievable. He was a young fellow. He was only like 33 years old when it all ended. So he had this magnificent power and knowledge and wisdom. And he was in so many situations. But God chose him, right? And God chose him. And then God downloaded his spirit inside of Jesus. And he wanted to work through Jesus to make a difference. And he wanted to work through somebody that he could trust that would always do the right thing. Right? So we hear this verse right here at a funeral all the time. Well, I'm just trying to bring it home so we can kind of get it. When you leave here today, I hope your whole life has changed. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, this is Jesus talking to the, his disciples, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Then he says this, Savannah, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Now, he's letting us in on a little secret. He's kind of like, let us in on this relationship that he has with Christ. Now, God sent Jesus into the world to show the human race, right, what they can do as human, and to help bring them back into relationship with him, right? And this is important, so you don't miss this here, right? Uh, now, here's what he says in the next verse. If you love me, it's important, because you know how we are. No, I love you. He said, hold it now. If you really love me, if you love me, right, because y'all saw me heal the sick and raise the dead, 
You saw me work all these miracles. I fed 5,000. I done paid your rent. I helped you with your car note. I, I healed your sister, right? I, know I, you know, I did a whole lot of stuff for you. But he said, but I want to know this. First of all, do you love me? That's important. Here's what he says. If you love me, then the things that I have been teaching you about relationships, you need to follow. You need to understand that this is a human relationship thing. All the scripture is dealing with human relationships. He says, so if you love me, right? Now, remember, this is Jesus talking. But now, here, now here's the secret. But it's really God talking through Jesus. Now, here's God on display. So God is about to reveal himself in a human being, and he's going to talk through the human. But it's going to be God talking, but it's going to be a man speaking. Here's what he says. I will pray the Father. This is Jesus talking. And he shall give you another comforter. Because I've been your comforter. But you don't really know that it's really God. But he's going to give you another comforter that he may abide with you for how long? He, in your darkest hour, he's going to be there. In your highest moment, he's going to be there. I don't care what tragedy in your life, this comforter is going to be there with you. Every decision, every choice you make, whatever hell you think you're going through, this confidence is going to be right there with you. Just like he was with Jesus. And he gave him the power to overcome the whole Roman Empire and all the religious community because the Holy Spirit is greater than all of them and the sum of them. Right? And so he... And, and this is important. Here's what he says. That he may abide with you forever. Now, the reason why he's going to abide with you forever is because you're going to have to make decisions and choices every day, and you got to make the right choice, and you need somebody to help you make the right choices. You got to have something to make you do the right thing. And a collar don't make you do it. Praise and worship team don't make you do it. Speaking in tongues don't make you do it. You can dance and shout. You can, you can preach out. None of it. The Holy Spirit is going to help you do the right thing. Without it, you're going to be subject to you. You're going to do you. Right? And we're going to go around and we're going to do things and we're going to be powerless because we didn't yield to the Holy Spirit. Now, watch this here. John 14 and 17. Here's what he says. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not. It don't see him. They, they can't see the Holy Spirit. Right? This is what he says. Neither knoweth him, but you know him, 
And it's good. Hey, wish you had glass on, my baby in the back. I got you. Baby, baby sister Kelly, I got you back there. Right? Here we go. Now, why this is good, right? He says, but you know him. You know him, Brother Smith. You know him, for he dwells with you. And this is for all of y'all. And he shall be in you. Now watch Jesus tell me. He said, listen, man. You guys don't understand what's going on here. God is going to be amongst you, and he's going to be in you. And he's going to be working through you to make a difference in the world, and you need to understand he wants you to make the right choices because everything is about relationship in the earth. So we have to do the right thing. I know you deep. I know you deep. Spud deep. You know, Spud got these spiritual practices and he deep. You know, you know, he do journaling and all this kind of stuff, man. And all this, you know, and he deep, right? And he gets and 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 I I love the Lord because I spend time with him, right? And I I got my devotion. I get on my knees. And I spend an hour and a half, Margaret, every morning. And I spend. But when I get done, he said. That is so nice. I really appreciate this relationship. He said, but I'm not inside of you just for you to talk to me. Right? He said, said, I'm inside of you so you can make a difference in the life of somebody else. Now get up and get to moving and represent me and you're going to be faced with a choice, do the right thing. And I'm going to be there to help you because I'm going to remind you what's the right thing to do. Now, he said, because I'm in you. Now, Jesus uh, was trying to show them, says, uh, God is amazing, right? This is what he says. But the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things. The Holy Spirit will teach you all things. Right? Then he says this, and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. He said the Holy Spirit can teach. Listen, I was telling a young girl, uh, a diamond. I had a meeting with her the other morning, and we had a breakfast meeting. And I was talking to her, and she does this embroidering. And I saw her stuff, and it was so good. I'm like, man, you're good. I said, isn't it amazing how good you are, and you never went to school for it, but the Holy Spirit taught you? Some of you all, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit, everything you know, the Holy Spirit taught it to you. I know you, you, you thought you read it in a book, and you thought, but it was really the Holy Spirit teaching you. And what happened is, you know it was him because you forgot, and then he brought it back to your remembrance. Right? He said, cause, uh, uh, because I'm, a, cause I'm never going to leave you. I'm going to be with you forever. So when you need me, I'm going to open the file cabinet and pull it out, and we're going to use it. And we're going to make the right choices. And he always tells you, you may not want to hear it, you may not want to do it, but he tells you 
out the gate the right thing to do. You just choose not to do it. But the Holy Spirit is there, right? Uh, and and the only, he's there because he want to make a difference in the world. That's why it's about doing the right thing. The, the Holy Spirit is there, and he sent Jesus to show them what they can do, man, when they're working on behalf of him, when you connect it to him. Right? Because we thought we thought we couldn't do it, but he did. They was amazed. He was 12 years old. He was sitting down with rabbis, blowing their mind. He was only 12. How many of you all sit down in a meeting and you talk and you didn't realize where that came from? You're like, wow, man, I didn't know I was that smart. You're like, I don't even remember reading that. Right? That's because the Holy Spirit says, I'll cleave your tongue to the roof of your mouth. You shut up. If you, if you trust me, he said, I make you look like geniuses in front of people who think they're geniuses. Right? Uh, and some people, uh, it's so crazy because some people, uh, they think, you know, they got broken English and, and they, don't, they don't speak well, they don't write well and all that. And they go to a meeting and they're so smart uh, because they say, and they, that's a guy by the name of Deacon Wright. Man, I used to love Deacon Wright. And Deacon Wright was, man, he was really, really, really anointed. I ain't never seen it. He was anointed, right? And, uh, and he, God just anointed this man. He could quote scripture. He didn't go to school. He had no education all that. He quoted the scripture, man. You say something, man, he give you a scripture. Man. And he lived what he preached, right? So he was really, really smart. And God, the Holy Spirit would just give him information, right? Sometimes, now watch the Holy Spirit. This is important. Sometimes you're in a meeting, and this used to happen in slavery. This really happened, right? Uh, especially during the Jim Crow era and all this. Stuff. The black people were really, really brilliant. Right? A lot of them was really brilliant because God created all of us in his image, right? It's just, you know, people were stupid, right? They thought they were superior, right, when they really was really inferior to God. They thought they were. So they go in a meeting, and they make it seem like you was dumb, and then as soon as you leave, they take your ideas, and they repackage it, and they say it was them. They said they don't know nothing. But you, they knew they knew it, so they sit down with them, and then they wouldn't, and they'd take their ideas, and they would patent it, and they become rich. But it's all right. They illiterate. They don't know nothing. They're dumb. But the Holy Spirit was, said, this is me. Boy. And watch me work. It's the same thing in this day and time. You go there and somebody says, oh, she don't have no education. They don't know. And you think they're not listening. They listen to everything you said. They just wait for you to say it so they can repackage it and deliver it again. But, what it, but here's the thing. But when you're walking in righteousness, God has just blessed you. And keep on blessing you. And everybody said, how did they get there? It's because they trusted him and they leaned in him and they did the right thing every time. That's why he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging bread. Whenever you make the right choice, you do what's right. He said, you'll never, ever see the righteous ever forsaken. Their seed won't even be begging. You know, I, I, I try to live right, man, because I didn't want A.J. and Nessa to go hungry. So, so I did the right thing. Uh, so they would, uh, this is a true story, man. I wish he was here. I don't see A.J. today. I, I, uh, Spud called me one time, and uh, A.J. got in some trouble. I always make A.J. send my subject, right? But this is a true story, though. This is crazy. So this is how you live right. I'm living right, I promise you. So I go, and I try to love everybody and do things. And God says, I've never seen the right forsaken nor a seed begging bread. So all of a sudden, Spud called me. He says, listen, Pastor, he says, uh, the bailiff, AJ didn't show up for court. 
the bailiff told me to call you to get in touch with him. That's the Holy Spirit. He said, because if you don't do it, they're going to lock him up. So tell AJ to get down there. Now, when the bailiff going to leave the courtrooms, right in the middle of the and then tell him, to go, go, go tell somebody. That was the Holy Spirit. So he, we, we end up in court, and they, they get ready to sentence AJ, and he, they got him dead in the rights, right? And the, the judge looked at me, and, and he don't know me. I don't think he know me from man to moon. He said, are you AJ? He said, are you his father? I said, yeah, he took 13 years and moves to four months. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm just showing uh, what, what God, when, you're supposed to, when, you, when you do what's right, it'll bless your children. All right, now, so let me, let me, hurry up and wrap, let me go across the field real quick. For you are, now listen to who you are. For you are a chosen people. You're not anybody. You're a royal priest. You're a holy nation. God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. You can only show them by doing the right thing. Show them the goodness of God. For he called you out of darkness into a wonderful light. God called you out of darkness. You were in a dark space. But because you was doing right and made right choices, he pulled you out and illuminated you, and it caused you to be a path to so many people who was walking in darkness. Because you chose to do the right thing. Some people who don't even know what they're doing, but because they're connected to you, they're blessed. That's what he told Abraham. I'm going to bless those who bless you. I'm going to curse those who curse you. God says, you just do the right every chance you get. Remember the movie, Greenleaf? I mean, not Greenleaf, uh, 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 Green Book, when they had to vet everybody? They had a little green book. God got you in his green book because you're doing the right thing. You're making the right choice. All right? The question is, do you want to be a part of the green book? Or do you think you're high and mighty and you can do you? You only get in the green book when you do the right thing. Otherwise, God says, I can't bet you. I can't send you this person because they're not going to do right. Can God trust you? as a social worker? Can he trust you as the teacher? Instead of mocking the kids, saying they're dumb, can he trust you to teach them how to read and not talk about their defaults or their defects, rather? Can he trust you to do what's right? Can he trust you going to do the right thing regardless of what they're saying in the lounge? He don't want you to talk. He said, listen, don't, you, don't even join in the conversation. He said, you do what's right. He says, once you had no identity as a people, but now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. You, listen, because you made the right choice and accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior and promised him you're going to live according to him, your whole identity changed. It used to call me one thing, then they, stopped, they put a brother in front of it. When they put a brother in front of it, it meant something. I said, hey, brother so-and-so. Oh, man, what's up, brother Brian? That's a whole, that's a whole 
Brother Brian, that means you're part of a community, a different kind of community now. I see you different now. I don't see you like I used to see you. I see you as a brother now because the choices you made and decisions you made. Right? And so it's important for us to understand this. We have to represent the king at every turn. We're always going to be faced with making the right choice. Don't get so deep that you start doing things contrary to what's right and think you're going to move in this world. All of us want to be successful. Success comes with righteousness. It's not about money. It's about a peace because I know I did the right thing. It ain't how much money you have. You can, you can, you can work a deal and make $100,000. But if you know you got it wrong, you just can't sleep at night, especially those who accepted Christ. Don't answer this. Have you ever did a deal and, and, you, and you knew it was wrong? And somebody said, praise the Lord, I'm so glad I'm working with you, man, because I wanted to work with somebody that was saved. And you know you did them wrong. Well, you can't even sleep at night. You just a tossing and a turning because the Holy Spirit revealed it. Today is the day that we get to make a choice. So now, let us make today our coming out party. This is the day we're going to come out and we're going to let the Lord know, I'm on your side. Whose side are you leaning on? Whose side are you leaning on? See what I'm saying? I want you to understand that. Today is your coming out party. What I used to do, I'm not doing no more. The lies I used to tell, I ain't telling no more. The stuff I thought I got, I ain't doing it no more. Right? I'm, today is the day I'm coming out. And I want the world to know that Jesus Christ is my Lord. And you're going to know me by my actions. And my actions are always going to be laced with love. Because that's what matters to him. Amen? So let's be intentional about doing the right thing all the time. Let's be intentional all the time. Since he's going to be with, since the Holy Spirit going to be with me forever, let's make the right choice all the time. So I leave you with this for my former students. Make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. Give the Lord a hand clap. Everybody stand to your feet. Do the right thing and watch your life change. Watch your relationship change. Watch your influence change. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that resides in us to remind us that we should always make the right choice. We're going to represent you in what we do. Forget all the crazies, 
things that's going on, we are going to do what's right. We're going to represent you in our families, on our job, in our community, in our neighborhood. Thank you, Lord. I ask you, Lord, for those who don't know you, let them trust you today and allow you to be the Lord of their life. Please, Lord, today, we're making a choice. Be with them. Strengthen them. Give them I ask you to strengthen every marriage. Strengthen the relationships and the communication on the jobs. Lord, let us make the world a better place by what we do, not what someone else do. Let it start with us and our coming out party. And as we leave this place, we're never, ever, ever going to leave your presence. Be with us, guide our hearts, bless us, strengthen us. In the name of Jesus, and for those who don't know you, reveal yourself to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It's a time of giving, uh, so you get to make a choice. It's your choice between you and God. You know what God told you in the scripture, give according to God has blessed you. He said he'll give it back to you, good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. You got to trust him. Do you trust him enough to do what you're supposed to do? Do you trust him with your tithe and offering? Do you trust him with your life? So, Lord, for those who's going to be giving, don't let them ever suffer because of what they're doing. And those who think they don't have to give, you know they have it. Touch their heart. So they'll trust you before they trust something else. Bless us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, consider yourself dismissed. God bless you. You can give on your way out. Give a fire online. Have a little blessing. Give me some good music, Jay, on the way out. Amen. <laughs>